Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 21st of July. Today, the second day of the Parliament's monsoon session was marked by frequent adjournments following unrest around the Manipur situation. In wake of the viral video of sexual assault in Manipur, the issue had dominated the day one of the session as well, with the opposition demanding a dialogue. Today, the opposition continued to press Prime Minister Narendra Modi to address the issue in the Parliament, with Congress MPs and others submitting adjournment notices. The Lok Sabha saw early adjournments and ultimately called off the day's session due to persistent disruptions. A similar scene occurred in the Rajya Sabha. The Parliamentary Affairs Minister Prahlad Joshi confirmed the government's readiness to discuss the Manipur issue with the Home Minister set to respond post-discussion. During the session, however, official parliamentary business continued, with bills introduced and discussions held amid disruptions. The government has planned to introduce 31 bills, including the Personal Data Protection Draft legislation, during the session which will conclude on 11th of August. Today, the Supreme Court issued a notice to Purnesh Modi and the state of Gujarat in a criminal defamation case in which Congress leader Rahul Gandhi has been convicted. Gandhi is seeking a stay on his conviction in the defamation case related to the usage of the surname Modi during a rally in Karnataka in 2019. The top court presided over by Justice B.R. Gavai refused an interim suspension of Gandhi's conviction and listed the case for hearing on 4th of August. Gandhi's representation stressed on the urgency of the hearing as he has already been disqualified from the House for 111 days, missing a session and unable to participate in the current monsoon session of the Parliament. They further pointed out the constitutional requirement to not leave a seat vacant for more than six months under Section 151A of the Representation of People Act 1951. Gandhi represented the Vyanad constituency in the Parliament. In his petition, Gandhi argued that his speech was critical of economic offenders and PM Modi, contending that branding it as an act of moral turpitude would negatively impact democratic free speech. Today, Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Sri Lankan President Ranil Vikram Singhe engaged in comprehensive discussions aimed at boosting economic and strategic collaboration. Vikram Singhe arrived in Delhi on 20th of July for a two-day visit, marking the first trip to India by a high-ranking Sri Lankan official since the country's unprecedented economic crisis began last year. In response to this crisis, India had provided Sri Lanka with about $4 billion in financial aid, including credit lines for buying food and fuel. Additionally, New Delhi backed Sri Lanka in securing a $2.9 billion rescue package from the International Monetary Fund by providing guarantees. The spokesperson for the Ministry of External Affairs, Arindam Bakshi, said on Twitter that this meeting provided an opportunity to further enhance the long-standing ties between the two countries, particularly as they celebrate 75 years of diplomatic relations this year. Before the high-level discussion between Modi and Vikram Singhe, National Security Advisor Ajit Doval met with the Sri Lankan president with the conversation reportedly centred around security cooperation between the two nations. On the evening of 20th of July, External Affairs Minister S.J. Shankar had also met Vikram Singhe to discuss a range of bilateral matters. On the dispute over the exemptions provided to wrestlers Vinesh Fogart and Bajrang Punya from Asian Games trials, the Delhi High Court said today that it will deliver its decision on 22nd of July. Justice Subramanian Prasad withheld his judgment on the plea initiated by under-20 world champion Antim Fungal and under-23 Asian champion Sujit Kalkal, which contested the direct entries given to Fogart and Punya. During the hearing today, the judge stated that the goal of the court was not to decide who was superior, but to assess whether the procedure had been followed correctly. Fogart, a 53kg wrestler, and Punya, a 65kg wrestler, 
were granted direct entry into the Asian Games by the Indian Olympic Association's ad hoc committee on Tuesday. Meanwhile, the other wrestlers had to earn their place in the Indian team through selection trials on 22nd and 23rd of July. In their plea, Pangal and Kalkal demanded a fair selection process for the quadrennial event. The plea called for the revocation of the director from the IOA ad hoc committee on the two weight categories, men's freestyle 65kg and women's 53kg. It also called for the setting aside of the exemptions granted to Fogart and Punya. Pangal and Kalkal criticised the decision on several counts, one of which was that the general body of the Wrestling Federation of India had annulled the exemption provision for the athletes in August 2022. But the representative for the ad hoc committee managing the WFI's affairs countered the statement and said that such a decision was not in the files. This prompted the court to request that he submit an affidavit supporting his position. The court had asked the WFI's ad hoc committee on Thursday to explain the reasons behind exempting Fogart and Punya from the Asian Games trial. Today's CIA director William Byrne suggested that Russian President Vladimir Putin still seek retribution against Wagner mutant leader Yevny Prigozhin. Prigozhin is the leader of the Wagner mercenary group which staged a mutiny last month, revealing critical flaws in Putin's power structure. Byrne said Putin is trying to buy time while he works out how to deal with Prigozhin, who's been seen in Russia and Belarusian capital Minsk. As Wagner Group's operations remain beneficial to Russia in regions like Africa, Libya and Syria, Putin is likely trying to disassociate the group from its leader. Burns said, and I quote, In my experience, Putin is the ultimate apostle of payback, so I would be surprised if Prigozhin escapes further retribution, unquote. This aligns with President Biden's previous suggestion that Prigozhin could face retaliation. Burns also confirmed that the CIA had prior knowledge of the mutiny and indicated constraints on a senior Russian army general's mobility. He cautioned that the Russian might be planning a false flag operation in the Black Sea. Listeners, unconventional methods breed unparalleled attention. In the realm of political warfare, where aspiring politicians fiercely contend for party favours, securing a coveted spot in the limelight becomes a prize kill. Assam's Chief Minister, Hemanta Biswasarma, has embraced this art with unparalleled gusto. Read my colleague Pratusha's story, No Filter, No Problem, Hemanta Biswasarma's journey as BJP's loudmouth leader on newslaundry.com to know more. We're able to bring you a report and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts to only 900 rupees a quarter. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.